1: on fireside hello jeff
0: hello 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 thank you for uh, uh, taking some time out to chat today uh so uh, for everybody uh in the audience um and uh who's listening to the podcast now we are speaking with uh martial artist instructor author uh andrew chi osborne and welcome to the kung fu driving podcast thank you thank you thank you for inviting me for this podcast Great. thank you It's great to have you. It's great to have you. Um, We want to get into a a few things, particularly around uh, your martial arts and and how it's impacted your world. So uh, if you could get us all started,
1: how did your journey in uh, martial arts begin? Well, it started back in 1975 when I was just nine years of age. And over here in the UK, we used to have like um, a kid's program, used to come on the weekends called Tizwas, and it was every Saturday from 10 o'clock till about 12. So I was sitting with my father on the sofa and it came on and Lenny Henry, he was very famous over here in the UK and Chris Tarrant, uh, they hosted the show and Lenny Henry introduced a clip from Bruce Lee's movie, Enter the Dragon, but they could only show a very small clip. And it was the underground fighting scene, which, the, you know, where they slowed it down and that was it. It was just instant, instant. <laughs> <Spending> <laughs> straight away. I thought, wow, well, I never thought human beings could fight like that. So, you know, that's very t- that was the the ignition of my martial arts journey.
0: Yeah, of course, uh, uh, same for a lot of people, I'm sure, particularly from that era. Uh, now, what style uh, drew uh, drew your
1: interest uh, right away? The, the Chinese martial arts, it's Bruce Lee, the Chinese martial arts, there was nothing that, for me, came close to it back then, the Chinese martial arts. But I never got to learn Chinese martial arts till I was about the age of 12 and 13 years of age. So my first discipline was Judo, 1975. And then after that was Wadaroyo Karate, and that was in the latter 70s. And I started to learn that, but Bruce Lee's image never left me. (laughs) Never, ever left me, even to this day. Now Now that I'm 56 now, even to this day, Bruce Lee's image still with me. Sure, sure. Uh Let's jump
0: ahead to uh, the end game for all of this. You started out martial arts in 1975. What did you envision as being the end game for you uh, in, in terms of,
1: of martial arts being a part of, uh, of your life? Well, the end game for me really was to tap into the inner chi of our bodies. That's what I really wanted to focus on there. And I started doing the qigong, I think I was in the latter 90s, early 2000s. And then I had my awakening where all my chakras, everything just lit up through meditating. And then I thought, yes, now I want to keep carrying on and see how far the Qigong and that can take me into my latter years in life. And so is that the style that you're studying right now? Yes, yeah, Qigong and Tai Chi, yeah, I'm doing a lot of that, yeah. I still do a bit of kettlebell work as well to keep the old body physically strong, you know? <laughs>
0: Now, Tai Chi. When uh, when people talk, uh, when people think about Tai Chi, um, it isn't necessarily uh, the first thing that comes up when when people talk about martial arts. Particularly if you are you know a Bruce Lee fan or uh, a Jet Lee or a, a Jackie Chan uh, mm-hmm. follower. So, um, Tai Chi for uh, for a lot of people is a bunch of old people in a park. Uh, just moving really slowly. So, uh, clear up some misconceptions for me about Tai Chi.
1: This is where I can come in with this. People always think Tai Chi is not a martial art, actually, it truly is. That's where its grassroots are. And then they realize with, with the Tai Chi movements, once they slowed them down and they realize it was good for a moving Qigong, which is Tai Chi is moving Qigong. And they realize mm-hmm. you benefited very healthily wise from it. But as a martial art, still deadly because. The name of Tai Chi means the grand ultimate fit fighting system. And that's what Tai Chi is. You know, so, yeah, I shocked a lot of people, you know, that you can use it in self-defense and thought, wow, we never thought that. We just thought it was an exercise for the elderly. But Tai Chi can be performed by anyone, no matter how old or young you are. Tai Chi is for everybody, you know. Yeah, okay. and, that's what, and that's what he was giving the stigma. So, oh, all Tai Chi is for old people. No, it's not for everybody, anyone.
0: Well, um, how has um, uh, martial arts uh, impacted your life uh, from the, the time that you
1: started learning it? Well, I never ever thought I would get into the UK Martial Arts Hall of Fame. As a result, never ever I never ever foreseen that. I thought I'm just going to use it as a lifestyle, and that's it, and help people when if and when I can, you know. And I think that's how my journey has been is helping people. I think that, for me, is my fulfillment, is to help people, you know, make them realize there's more to life than the material world. Talk to yeah. me a little bit about the uh, the
0: British uh, Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Uh, you've, you've won a, a few awards. Uh, in, uh, eleven. From- I've got
1: eleven.
0: Got eleven. That's uh, oh. <laughs>
1: awesome.
0: So, what, yeah, what, so does, what kind of things were, were you recognized for uh, by that body?
1: Well, I think what got me into it in 2015 is when... My life had changed in 2011 when I was nearly brutally attacked and murdered while I was at work. And, you know, I didn't realize I was being watched by people and my name had been spread since then because I got on the This Morning Show over here in the UK, which is it's mega. It's the number one breakfast TV show over here. And I was on there in 2015. And ever since then, that's when they recognised me for being courageous because I suffered with severe PTSD after that brutal attack, you know. So I got the help and I got the therapy, and I resorted to my qigong exercises to help. And I think ever since then, that's when I got recognised for my first award in 2015. Yeah. And then ever since then, almost every year I've had an award, you know. And my last two awards were the um, the Masters Hall of Fame awards for special achievement. And that's what they recognised me for. And then I got into the World's Greatest Martial Arts uh, Masters Hall of Fame book by Ted Gambodella. He put me in there and recognised me. So that was a to get to get in there alone. That was like a dream come true. I never foreseen it again that I'd ever get this far just by being who I am. <laughs> and uh, that uh, attack was uh, was certainly
0: a harrowing experience. Um, I, I've seen uh, a little bit of that show that where you talked about it and you did suffer from some PTSD uh, particularly because uh, it, it really brought into to question uh, a little bit about uh, you and your martial arts uh, can you can you take us a little bit uh, through that because it had to be tough to kind of process that whole thing you, when once you're faced with an attacker
1: that really has deadly intent focused on yeah mm-hmm that's better. Yeah, um, well, you know the weirdest thing, Jeff? I was meant to have been off the day, my day off from work. So I was cording on the Tuesday night uh, before, before the incident happened on the following day. So my shift started at about 8.30 and then I did my usual checks. But the thing is I was missing a radio because the manager of that store in 2009 took my in-store radio off me, which I needed as backup as well to call for support. So anyway... I was told there was someone causing trouble outside, so I went outside to deal with this beggar and, you know, asked him politely to leave. So then I made my way back to the store entrance, and I seen this tall white chap come running at speed in my direction. He had a a big shield, which he'd made out of metal alloy, and he had a hockey stick, and I noticed he was wearing a builder's utility belt with five big kitchen knives in there. And I was thinking, what the hell was going on? I thought it was some kind of a practical joke or April Fool's kind of gig going on. I was thinking... This guy ain't right. And then when he mentioned my name, and then he said all oh, my my younger siblings' names, and then he said, "Well, I'm come, come to kill you all," and he just went for it. So I thought, right, what I've got no radio, so I can't call for help. So I was thinking of this while the attack was going on. So I shielded myself between him and this car, which was empty, it was an empty park car. So I used that as a barrier to try and see if I can see who's around to calls, you know, to call anyone for help or support. So I saw one of the shop windows from the adjacent joining shops next to the where I worked. I've signaled to one of the women to call for the police and she was on the phone straight away. So then he saw what I did. So he tried to cut me off. So I kind of two footed him and went in the opposite direction. Meanwhile, he's waving the hockey blade stick after me. And then he chased me into the entrance of the store. So I told everyone to move out of the way, call the police. And then while I was running at speed, and I saw that this I saw the store manager at the far end of the store and he was talking to someone. And I said to him as I approached him, call the police and get out of the way. So I went through this door next to the pharmacy with hope that he was going to follow me into the area. So I used the door as a shield, but he didn't see where I went. So then I saw him run past and someone else run past. I came back out. Next thing you know, he was taken down to the floor with his back on the floor. So then I dived in on top of him. Wow. That was just Thank God for what I learned over the years because it saved my life and it not only saved my life but it caused it stopped the cause of anybody else losing their life.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. The manager got injured in the process but uh, I made sure he was seen to and okay. Meanwhile, I was still on top of my attacker which I pinned down with the help of a couple of people until when the police arrived.
0: That's such a, a scary situation, and anybody that uh, that that studies martial arts and uh, hopes that that, that background uh, comes into play and uh, probably has uh, grand thoughts of of standing their ground and being uh, this larger than life badass when this uh, when this situation presents itself. Um, yeah. That it, it's completely different though when it's right there exactly. in front of your face, and, and um, you because of that you, you suffered
1: some PTSD. Yeah, I did. Well, I found out um, after the attack for, by the CID. They said he had a 30-year racial vendetta against me and all my family. And then oh, I found out they said he'd been stalking every one of us, which was accumulated over some years. I found a book in his bedroom with all the dates and times in the years that he went out stalking us, you know. So this guy really had it in for us. And they found out he was a paranoid schizophrenic with a racial vendetta as well on top of everything else. You know, it was um, it was that that really jolted me because I didn't know why at the beginning. But when he found out you knew my names and my family's names, it was just there's something deep and dark with this, and it was yeah. life changing. You know, it doesn't matter how tough you think you really are when you face with an unknown adversity like that in life, it's it's a tough deal. But yeah. then you got to prove your metal by getting through it. You know, and that's yeah. the toughest battle—not the physical battle. This, mm. the toughest one. But I'm here today.
0: Yeah. So, you, you, um, you coped with it. Uh, I assume there was some, some, uh, th- some therapy in there to kind of help you get through that. How are you doing with everything now? Have you achieved uh,
1: some, some, some closure on that aspect of things? Well, to be honest, I found peace. Mm. True peace, and it's people say, "What's it like when you find true peace?" And says. Your body's not prepared for it when it happens yeah you know but yeah i i've forgiven him i've forgiven him you that's know a that's big, not, big, yeah it's a big big deal but yeah i've forgiven him i know some people are going to think well i've got to go i said no when you do things in reactions to that which are even worse then it comes back onto you again true. and this is what people sent seem to forget that's it he's dealt with the system's got him in that's it he's locked away he's not coming out to cause no harm. So that's it. I've done my bit, you know, and you've got to accept it and forgiveness. You know, that's why I'm still surviving today, because I have forgiven him. I'm not dwelling on it.
0: You talked about the martial arts uh, coming into play there uh, to uh, at least get you through that situation. What about Mm -hmm. dealing with the aftermath of all of that? Did you lean on your martial arts to kind of help you process all of that and move ahead?
1: I did, actually. I I spent a lot of uh, Qigong, spent on a a lot of it, and meditating every single day, Jeff, every single day, without fail. Seven days. People think about, when you meditate, how much can you do? Us as well, how much are you prepared to do? You know? Yeah. Meditating can be done every single day, if you can work your way around, depending on your lifestyle, you know? Because we know what the modern world is like today. It's too fast-paced. Some of us can't even keep up with it. So, so you learn how to slow yourself down mentally.
0: Yeah. And uh, speaking of that, you've gone on to develop uh, your own version of Tai Chi. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, it's 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 more of a, a freestyle. So you know, it's I just try I try to keep the continuity of it. You know, of it doing it by itself these days. You know, like the old famous Bruce Lee saying when he Sifu asked him in Enter the Dragon, it just hits by itself. And that's how I've used it as a metaphor from being internal with it, by letting it take its course and do what it needs to do and to be a part of it.
0: Speaking of famous uh, people, uh, you uh, as a result of your your training and uh, the, the, the work that you've done in martial arts, you've uh, been able to, to rub shoulders with some some big names in martial arts and martial arts entertainment um, and uh, not just rub shoulders, but they come to you for for some advice, for some help. Um, can you t- take me through a little bit of how that
1: came about for you? Well, how that came about, I think because I've been in magazines as well and people would say, who's this Andrew Osborne? Who's this Andrew Osborne? I was in Combat Martial Arts Magazine in 2003. And that was be- well before the internet really became how big as it is today. So I never had access to that really to get myself out there. So as soon as when technology kind of sped up a bit, so I got to use the internet and I thought, well, I'm going to take pictures of these and this – show people and sell my story to people and all the information that i've been gathering so that's how people got to know about me especially being at the hall of fame awards ceremonies and some at the big martial arts um, seminars we have here in the uk you know at the it was in doncaster at the dome leisure center so every year we had a big martial arts extravaganza and we had people from around the world used to come there as well so people got to know about me through that as well and yeah. yes, uh, it's nice when you get the big names out. Bill Wallace, Benny Akides, Mark Strange, even uh, Scott Adkins. You know, when they finally get to meet me in person, they say, well, it's true what they say about you. i what's this? He says, You've got this energy thing going on. Not just a physical thing, but a, an internal energy. And I said, we find that very rare in people. And says, what's your secret? I says, accepting thyself is your secret. Yeah, that's world. great not for what you want for who you are.
0: Let me uh, play devil's advocate here and, and and touch on that what you want deal. Uh, having rubbed shoulders with some of these guys, uh, is there any thought to you uh, parlaying some of that martial arts uh, knowledge uh, onto on, onto the, the screen at any point or anything like that?
1: Well, they, they, um, I think to be honest the way that things are going at the moment that's that's a foreseeable future for definite definitely. Ever showing people what I can do, and even when I've done the demonstrations, people can feel the energy. They said, How do you do that, Andrew? Just, I just don't fight against it because I've trained for so long and I've activated it. I'll just let it go, let it go, I don't hold on to it. And people feel the emotion in what I do as well. You know, um, they said they can feel not just physically see it, but they said they can feel it. And so that's a gift to have. I said, I just want to share with people how I managed to get to that level. You know, it hasn't been easy, easy. it hasn't been easy, but it's been worth the sacrifice over the years. And I've met a few of them, I can tell you, definitely.
0: So for people who want to uh, pursue studying Tai Chi, what would be your advice for uh, for anybody that wants to get into it? Is it something that anybody can just pick up and and
1: just start to to learn? Yeah, they can, anyone can, but you've got to work at your own pace. Don't try and copy what others are doing at their pace because they've probably been doing it longer than you, you know. Just work at your own pace and learn the basics. The basics are the most important aspects of everything in your life, the basics. So that's why I try and keep keep telling people, keep at the basics. Forget about the advanced stuff and whatever. The basics are important because once you master the basics, then everything else falls into place later on.
0: How intense of a training uh system would would tai chi be what would, would you say uh would you classify it as something that uh you know requires three four hours a day or or, or that kind of thing or is it uh, is it just a uh a, a, a more easygoing system to, again not knowing anything about tai chi i don't know anything about the art myself so enlighten okay. me
1: right okay again it's all boils down to you because we work we as humans we get into some habits where everything becomes regimental and systemated you try and break away from that. It's a very famous Bruce Lee saying, that kind of lifestyle turns you into a mechanical person. You know, and we as human beings are not mechanical. You know, we're a living organism. We've got our own ways of dealing with things when we have to come across all the pressures of life. So basically what I say is, learn at your own pace, but still stick with the basics. And a lot of people do struggle with the basic stuff because basic training, as you know yourself, is the hardest of all. You know, sure. fancy things or what have you, but the basics, when it comes down to, and this is what I drill into people, the basics.
0: <laughs> Let me ask you about um, uh, representation on, on in, in, in media, for example. Yeah. Um, tai Chi, it, do you have any uh, examples of, good portrayals of tai chi in in media that you would point to and say uh this is a, a good way of how it's being represented and and if you're interested in it take a look at this
1: yeah. well to me wudang monks mm. wudang tai chi out of all the tai chi systems that i've seen over the years and been exposed to wudang tai chi because man those. Those monks are incredible. And that's what I say to people, check out Wudang Tai Chi. Yeah. And you will learn, you find out the, the basic, the origins of Tai Chi itself.
0: My exposure to, to Tai Chi, uh, other than the, uh, the people in the park, uh, was uh, the Jet Li film, uh, Tai Chi, yeah. uh, way back when. So um, I, I, I'm sure. Uh, I, slightly different uh, depiction of the art form.
1: Yeah, of course, of course. But still, you know, it's still represented really good in that film, Wu Dang Tai Chi, and it really is very, you know, gently Tai Chi master himself in real life, as we all know. But yeah, Wu Dang Tai Chi in that film is represented very good. and it really Excellent. is.
0: Excellent. So uh, now that uh, you're a little older, a little wiser, uh, and you, you've gone through some stuff, um, the end game that you uh, started with when you were younger... How has that changed? What is it now? What are you looking to do with uh, your accumulated knowledge in, in Tai Chi and uh, and
1: martial arts going forward? Well, when I got into it as a child, I never thought that I would ever get to this way with it. Because you can't foresee the future; no human being can. But what you got to do is got to stick at a daily thing for you, right? Little goals, by little steps. Not too big a goal. Keep mm. the steps small and tiny. I've got a, my most important thing is waking up in the morning. That's my first thing to. That's my most important goal, and being thankful and showing gratitude. You know, every morning I'm like this. Then I just go and do my thing. You know, I don't think <laughs> about it that anymore. I just, I just get the feeling of right. What am I going to do today? And, and that's how I go these by these days now. Maybe before I've got to get up to do this, get up to do that. That stresses the body in a massive way you can't imagine. You know, people say, "Oh, I'll be fine." I said, a few years later, you will be f- suffering from the effects of doing it. And I've seen it, and, the, and they say to me, "You were right." I said, "Exactly," because I know from experience. I used to be like that. Are you still actively training every day? Yeah, I am. To be honest, yeah, I will take a break now and again, but I still, I'm still active. Like sure. 56 year old, yeah, still active. You know do my kettlebell work, do my flexibility work, do my qigong stuff, do the, the zhang shuang stuff outside the back where I where I live. You know, it's because I love it. Yeah. And that's the most important thing is being in love with what you do.
0: What about instructing? Do you instruct? Is that, is that uh, in the, uh, the
1: works or anything like that now? I do a little bit, you know, I help some people, you know, give them some advice. But yes, I do want to have my own and do my own to help people because I don't want to give it... A- a style as such, you know, it's going to be a thing that's going to help you to adapt to the way of this modern world. Helping you cope with the pressures that are out there 24-7 and they are, as we, as you know yourself, yeah, you know. But yeah, it's, you got, you've got to apply it to your way of life. You can't yeah. just say, do it and then put it away in a box and just leave it boxed away. No, you've got to make it a part of you. It has to be a part of you that's the way to think about it in that way
0: yeah it's great so what then uh, are you working on now what's a, what's a, a small goal that you're um,
1: that you're working to uh, for the immediate future okay well what I'm working on now I'm writing my second book I'm writing a second book and it's called well, it's called out of the shadows mm-hmm. and with this book I've gone into my childhood because a lot of things happening in my childhood but it's gonna be focusing around my childhood. So people will get to know other things as well, what happened to me when I was a child growing up, you know. And I think it's good to share with others because when you go through mental health-related problems, it's a tough one. So I think being open and being courageous and talking about it openly to others will help us in the end, you know, to get through it because you can't just keep it locked away because I did for a while, kept things locked away. But now that's it, I'm not afraid anymore to be... to speak about what happened when i was a kid yeah. yes and that's what the book's about
0: it sounds interesting um you you exude such a positive energy now it, it's hard to uh to, uh, Maybe, to yeah, yeah it, it's hard to picture that uh, you had some stuff that there going on uh, when you were a kid so i'm sure there's going to be an interesting read um yeah. but uh it, you you have a, a great um, energy about you I, and i can feel that here just uh, through the through the app so uh it, it must be um great to kind of have that you
1: physically yeah. <laughs> yeah I know a lot of people say when they when they come to see me say what's this thing going on and everyone always says what's this thing coming from where you just well, describe what you feel well we can feel like this calmness real calmness and this energy with it I said, what's the energy feel like well we can feel like a, a heat or a tingly feeling people you know everybody's receptance level to chi is different because people Used to think cheese is real, and plus, what what doesn't help is when you get those fake people out there say "I can knock you out my punch." No cheese, not like that. <laughs> cheese about helping you to make you feel good and healthy, but they spoil it. And I even say, "How dare you do that?" Cheese, that's not real cheese. That, that is a prevalent uh, problem with
0: uh, not just Tai Chi but martial arts in general. There's a lot of of uh, of charlatans out there pushing a, a fake oh, well. agenda for whatever reason. Why do you think that is? Why why is that? Why do we have to deal with that as as people who want to train martial arts and and, and you know um, better ourselves? Why do we have to deal with these charlatans?
1: I think with the charlatans, they a lot of them are in it for the money. A true martial artist is, is not in it for the money, even though the money is a bonus and, an, you know, it's, it's, an, it's, it's an incentive thing for them to run their business, which I understand. But then you get those who say, oh man, I can take this or oh, I can do... Listen, when you haven't been through a real life situation, when your life is flashed in front of you, don't, don't, you know? That's why I say to people, I maybe mean, me growing up in the 60s through racism and all that wasn't easy, Jeff. And be, yeah. to be told that you shouldn't exist because your dad's black and your mom's white. Imagine being told that. Well, those are the things that me and my brothers and sisters went through growing up as kids, you know. So that's why I say to these charlatans, you don't know the real deal of life.
0: Yeah. It's dangerous. It's dangerous for,
1: for anybody that wants to learn and, and exactly. put their trust in these people. Exactly, because... Come on, man, true martial arts, it's not about aggression at all. It's all about self-preservation of life, to try and keep peace. But unfortunately, push comes to shove, you will have to utilize what you've learned, but still in a self-defensive way, not in an aggressive way. So I try and keep myself passive in that sense, but it's there if it's needed. I will use it to defend myself in life and death, and I have. You know, right. so that's what true martial arts is all about. Forget about yeah. the ego, because you know, ego is a man-made thing which destroys a lot of things in life. You know, and when you get the genuine people, think, yeah, he's just another one. But then, no, I'm not. I'm nothing like them. <laughs> nothing like them.
0: There's a saying that um, I, uh, I I like uh, regarding martial arts. It's always better to have it and never need it than to need it and not have it. My words, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Andrew, uh, tell uh, the audience out there where they can find out more information about you, uh, your upcoming book, and, and anything that you want to share
1: with them. Right, okay, I've got quite a few platforms. I've got Facebook, as you know, I've got Instagram, I've got Twitter, I've got a YouTube channel as well, and for people who want to find me, Andrew Chi Osborne. You can go on the Safari, click it up, and you'll see all the, inf- all the information if you want to click onto those and uh, come and check me out. Yeah, uh, I've got nothing to hide and nothing to gain, but I've got something to help.
0: Good, yeah. And then let's uh, le- let me give you the last word here. Give our audience uh, some parting piece of wisdom uh, for them to take from Andrew Chi Osborne.
1: Uh, okay, that right. My final saying for today is live the life you love because once that life is gone, the love still exists. That's excellent. Excellent
0: advice. And given the turbulent times that we are currently in, uh, love really is all you need. So, uh, it's good to have that. right? <laughs>
1: That's my true weapon. To be honest, I'd rather kill someone with love than the physicalities of it. You
0: know? <laughs> excellent. So As you, uh, Uh, inspiring um, energy from you Uh, best of luck with everything that you have going on best of luck with the the second book Um, and continue doing what you do Uh, I hope to see more of you and your work uh, upcoming and uh, I really do wish you all the best Uh, and thank
1: you for what you do for Tai Chi and for martial arts and hopefully the world sees more of that okay Jeff and it was a pleasure and thank you for the listeners as well for listening in God bless you all God bless you all thank you
0: Thank you, Andrew. Stay safe, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk again soon.
1: Yes, you know what, Jeff? I think I've needed this because the past few days, because my mum passed um, in March of this year, and I've been a bit off key, but I knew he was going to catch up with me because we all did a lot to make arrangements for a a funeral. So I thought, yeah, give myself a break from things, and this has really Ah. enriched things again for me. Thank you.
0: Uh, Well, condolences. Uh, I lost my dad uh, uh, a little over a year ago. The the pain never goes away. The memories stay. The love stays. But, you know, uh, we're we're, we're still working
1: through it. (laughs) Good, good, Jeff. Bless you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Andrew. You stay safe, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. And you too stay safe as well, my brother. God bless you. Poison
2: Clan rocks the world. See the iron fisted bunk from the daily prayers Shouting monks on their hands running down the thousand stairs The fatally carnals in King News hands With the fearless the roaming over the lands Yeah, the little bit soldier is older, wiser He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight you all got the venom mob laying down the law Bruce Lee delivering kicks, guaranteed to great jars Fight for the cars then pass here, the applause Not again, back kicks will defeat the outlaws Very good, but boards don't hit back Yeah, the death jewels here, David he is coming back Tai Chi master Jetley's even faster Good child a little dream Because he is the drunken master Once upon a time A shine-off Rosamund Kwan Is real fine But see magic on his spine oh. Golden Swallow has arrived shan chi movies Will the hero we survive? We've got the brave archer make his way to the top Of the mountain Gonna fight May as well pick the spot Yeah the sky goes black on the vampire's back We've got Lam Ching To kill them all To so stand back He plays the black magic On the soul of the sword And our sword Will travel until his body's on floors Yeah we Chun Shao in the mountain style. Yeah, defeat the enemy and watch him run for miles. Blood will spill now on the mountain tops. When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops. Walking to the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine, we get a drunkin' and then we're fighting. Ha, this time it's warm. We we'll smash the place up with a dragon claw. We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine, we get a drunken and then we're fighting. Ha, this time it's warm. We we'll smash the place up with a dragon claw. It's a game of death, yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China, counting the TikTok. A The Shogun Assassin slashing blood of just strip drop The head kick, neck chop, balance the won't stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins. She's got Emma just in yellow, but she is in the dragon But in the tea rooms, that's where it'll happen She got the parties on the floor, when the blood it will splatter against the walls Don't fear at all, she kill them all There's always blood spilled when you head into a war Fearless, unleashed the fist of legend left the car, Jet Li. I'm bolo young, yo, I'll we'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And a simple, see the facts are these There's only ever gonna be one, Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drinking little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war. To smash the place up with a dragon We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink